in this sit down, I promise to stand on everything that I say. I got my lady in the building today. Let's get into it. Sistering, children, everybody, just welcome to the Stand On It podcast. I am your host, Truth, and we got a guest in the building. Go ahead and introduce yourself. It's your girl, Victoria Rosa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we in here today. Listen, mm-hmm. we not go bullshit around, which we go get right into this thing. But before we jump on into it, uh, talk a little bit about what's going on this week. You celebrated a birthday. I did. How did that go for you? Fantastic. It was fantastic. You made it wonderful. That's great. You know, (laughs) you had a fantastic birthday. I did. You want to tell people how you turned? Ooh, I turned 29, so make sure you guys, you know, if you want to see me a little something, it'd be great. 29, okay. (laughs) Uh, We'll keep it there. Keep it there. Um, So, I will say this. this. This has been a great week, but I show love when people do great things. But I'm also hold you accountable when you do some bullshit. The company Zazzle, that's Z A Z Z L E. Y'all need to get y'all shit together. I ordered some shit for my lady for her birthday well in advance. Paid for uh super fast shipping. The day it was supposed to come, it didn't come. They said it was gonna come the day of her birthday, it still didn't come. Then I call. You can't call nobody. You got to chat with the person. I will say this. They gave me my uh, shipping money back. But guess what? I still don't have a product. Mm-hmm. So then they sent me a, a, a survey based on the chat rep. And I hated to do it, but <laughs> it's friendly fire. You represent the company. Even though you was nice through the chat, I'm not going to give you five stars. I had to go ahead and snipe you. Um, and I told them like, yo, the service is horrible. I would not recommend y'all to anybody else. Um, none of that. So if you thinking about shopping Zazzle, they come up with great reviews, which reminds me while I'm saying it out loud, I need to go in and also get them a review of one star, um, because they had great reviews, but I'm going to get them a horrible star because this was just unacceptable. And I understand there's COVID. There's it's hard time for corporations getting people to work, but don't overpromise and underdeliver. That's my spill on Zazzle. <laughs> yeah. So you got anything you want to talk about you did this week before we get this fire going? In? No. Okay. <laughs> so this week we're talking about this is gonna be Hold our on, main. I think we did make a baby. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you everybody Please be seated Stand up and applause But anyway um, This is what I want to say We're going to talk about several topics tonight But the main one we're going to talk about is uh, Is it activism or actorvism? Um, So activism, A-C-T Or actor, A-C-T-O-R And I've been speaking about this for a while uh, you can go, I got the receipts, as people say they want receipts. Uh, I got the receipts, I'm going to go ahead and file the first receipt off of y'all. Uh, this was back in 2020, so I ain't new to this, I been talking about this. Here we go. Well, nigga, fuck it, I'm going to go there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck it. I don't believe that shit with the car happened. Hey, B, the barber, what up? Oh, really? No, I don't believe that shit happened. You want you want me to tell you why I don't believe that shit happened, bro? Why is that? You know how quick niggas are right now protesting 
everybody on live and got their camera going. And then they see something like, oh, Ain't that's nobody captured that shit on camera. You got 500 niggas in the area and nobody captured that shit. That shit ain't happen like that, bro. All right. So for all you new listeners, this was in reference to an incident in Greenville, South Carolina that happened at Tanner's Big Orange. I think that's the name of it. The owner of Tanner's uh, went out and said something on uh, Facebook about uh, his wife being cuckold or something. Uh, all you porn watchers, you should be familiar with this term. But he said something about that. We had some of our activists, uh, Tracy Fant, Bruce Wilson, and I want to say Derek Quarles, and there was some other woman just talking loud. I don't remember her name, but... <laughs> They put together this protest and went down there and said they was going to shut this man's business down. And then it went to uh, there was a white man who turned in and tried to run over people in the crowd. But when he tried to run over people, I kept asking from the beginning, where's the video? Because we know how we are as a people. There's a phone out at anything that's happening. Like, where's the video? We never could come with the video. Um, do you remember this? Yeah. Remember this happened? I do. Uh, and it was just, people was just up in arms about this. Like, oh, no, we, we need to, they need to treat us fairly. And I'm like, yo, there's got to be a video. So here's my next take on it. Check this out. Not, I'm not for the accepting. Y'all gotta send me the footage. If anybody listening to this uh, shit got footage, send it to the email. I say podcast at gmail dot com. I think, uh, I think I that gotta shit see is it. a. I think that shit is a. A much ado about um, embellished. I think it's just much ado about in. a situation where people were already escalated. You know, the, yeah, and that kind of supersedes the greater purpose. I don't. I don't think that this white person is going to be reprimanded and held accountable and they're so back in 2020, um, I said, yeah, I, I feel like this was embellished. And but people was on my ass like, oh, nah, you just you uh, you cooning. You've been Uncle Tom. And I'm like, how? Because I'm telling y'all that this didn't happen that way. Like, nah, you just you, you don't want to be for the people. I'm like, listen, man, I'm going to be for the people if they right. And I'm going to call out the people if they wrong. And in this situation, I felt like from the beginning, we was clearly wrong. So, here's the follow-up. All I was saying when it came out, I said, show the video. Nobody showed the video. And they think, like, oh, it's against black folks. And that nigga just be wanting to talk shit about black people. Motherfucker, I'm black. You know what I mean? And I'm going to always be for my people. But I'm going to be for right, too. Like, don't drive a false narrative. To to set some shit up to to push your agenda for it. That's all. And that was all I was saying. Don't drive a false narrative. And all these people who was uh, hopping in my inbox asking why I was going so hard about this. Why did I even care? Why do you even care what I was saying at the time? Is what I was wondering. Why does he, Why do you even care? Why does it matter? Why aren't you down here marching? Because I know it's some bullshit. I got other shit to do. I'm not about to come down there marching over that. So we kept going and kept going and no nobody still. Hey, where's the video? Anybody seen the video? That's all I kept asking. Let me see the video. So sometimes, and I had to learn this, um, my mom used to say this. Careful what you go looking for, because you can find something. <laughs> So, a couple weeks later, after me asking for the video, after me going back and forth with people talking about I'm trolling and I'm Uncle Tom and I'm cooning, check this out. So, that's the lesson. The accuser and the accused are seen just alike. So, don't go blowing the whistle on some shit if your shit ain't clean. Make sure everything's straight. So, well, here's what, here's what, watch that. So, yeah, they went blowing a whistle on something. Everything went clean, and that's what you got to be aware of. Like, okay, if I'm going to blow a whistle, like, it, uh, are all the skeletons out of my closet? And it's clear that the skeletons were not out of the closet. 
Because when it all came out and it was all said and done, here we go. Here was a news conference following up, and I ain't going to play the whole thing, and I'm going to give you the cliff notes on it. Uh, but I'm not going to allow this to rest because a lot of y'all wanted to make me out like I was crazy, like I went for the people, and I've really been thinking about activism. And I told y'all, if you if we want an uh, activist, it's got to be somebody I feel who don't believe that racism exists. And y'all just get caught up in the wrong things. Here we go. Investigation that stemmed from an incident that happened at Tanner's Big Orange that occurred on June the 8th. There's been a tremendous uh, public interest in this case and many feelings shared uh, about the case. But as investigators, we are fact finders and we have to follow the evidence and base our decisions on the law. The expectation of the police department is that we will do a thorough investigation and make proper charges. And that's what we have done in this case. There is no evidence that supports a charge for the driver of the vehicle that turned into Tanner's on June the 8th. Okay, I'm just going to stop it there. There was no evidence that supported a charge for the driver who just wanted a hot dog and turned <laughs> into Tanner's. That nigga didn't give it. He didn't care about what y'all was saying about being out there. He just wanted him a hot dog. So he turned in, and guess what? The video came out, the real video, the video that none of y'all had, the video that was caught on surveillance cameras. And that's, that's the other thing people got to understand is that it's cameras everywhere. Like back in the day, you might not have seen cameras, but now it ain't just phones. People got cameras on their buildings. They got ring doorbell cameras. It's cameras everywhere. What those cameras reveal was the guy turning in, his truck being slapped, kicked. We even had one dude walk up and let try and let the air out his tire. <laughs> now, this is how to control this guy. The dude rolled down his window. They cursing at him, trying to drag him out the car. He finally just whip on through. They throwing stuff at his SUV. And, and what ended up happening? Two people, black people, were charged with malicious injury to property. And then after all of this, when we done fired all the bullets in the gun and we realized we ain't got a leg to stand on, uh, as solace, the, the black activists want to come out and say, we're going to cover your legal fees. The fuck you mean? You shouldn't even have the folks out there, man. That's what I'm trying to say. We got the wrong people who are acting as activists. They're actorvists and they're also reactive. Because if you think about it, activism is about being proactive. You see a law or something, you think it needs to be changed, start being active to try and get it changed. You see a policy or something you don't agree with, be active. That's being proactive to try and get it changed. Not, okay, uh, this has happened. Let me go and get the camera and grab a lot of people and see what we can do to get everybody riled up. Another thing I was talking to with my homeboy about earlier today. We're using the same formula. Think about this. Anything else in life, you will see, okay, well, they did this back in the day. This is advanced. We got to change the recipe. We got we to do it different. We're using the same formula. These activists around here, they're using the exact same formula that they did back in the 60s, the 70s. They're doing sit-ins. They're doing protests. They're marching. That's old. Look look how far technology has advanced. And y'all still want to march and go sit down. And an activist, you don't put your people in harm's way. Like, you out there fueling the fire. You bringing these people out here. And all you can tell them at the end of the day is, we go cover your legal fees. Who cares? They got a charge now. Following you. They didn't follow you for the better good. And even if you see them out there... Oh, they turning up as an activist. You go turn them down. Like you don't, you don't encourage that. That's not activism. That's putting people in harm's way. Now, before I get on, cause boy, I got a whole lot more. And like I said, I'm prepared for whatever come back on this. Whoever want to talk, 
because I already shared something on Facebook uh, that Bruce had put out. And I'm like, this is embarrassing that you consider this activism. This is absolutely embarrassing that you're thinking this is being an activist. But from a lady's standpoint, mm. what do you think about all this activism and, and, and being mad in the moment? And what, what's your thoughts on it? My thoughts on it, like like you said, it needs to be some kind of a, a different approach to things like this. Mm-hmm. You need to hit it on the head, like, before it even happened. Okay, you're going to have people being racist, but what are we going to do to prevent them from not making money mm-hmm. instead of going out there protesting? That's not going to stop that situation. Hell, let's hit them with hurt. Black people don't spend with people who don't like us. That's just simple as that. Right. And if you want to change policies, you need to go um, – Vote for the people who's going to change the policies and actually do your due diligence in researching the shit mm-hmm. so we can prevent it from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being proactive with it. So, like I said, I got many more in the chamber. Um, the next one that I'm going to hop on is, so as we know, last month was Black History Month. Mm-hmm. So, the city of Greenville's mayor, Mayor Knox, was interviewed about his experience during desegregation. And all he said was, yeah, it was it was it was a tough time because a lot of my friends who I had been to school with, they just disappeared. Because when desegregation happened, they rezoned. A lot of people got sent to other schools because you had with segregation, a lot of people from miles away out of district coming to one school. Yes. So he was talking about his experience. Boy, people got so offended. How dare they post something like that um, during Black History Month? Who cares about a white man's experience or what he had? They asked the man a question. Yeah. And he said what his experience was. And then we want to march on it. Demanding apologies. Going live talking about that. We got to change this. We can't have this. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I'm like, (laughs) like, you could use this time to talk about so much other stuff besides you're worried about what somebody said when they were asked a question and there was nothing racist. This was, think about a child who has to go to another school. Mm -hmm. Just, Just think about that. They've gone, they've had the same classmates since kindergarten. And then you may change them to a new school, fifth or sixth grade. Now they got a whole. Think about what that, that's an adjustment period. And that's all he was saying. Mayor Knox was saying it was an adjustment. A lot of my friends lost. Now, now they want to, oh, huh, we, we're not tolerating that and we're going to be created, treated equally. And how are you not being treated equally in that moment? And then they go in the heat of the moment saying, we need to get him out there. Who the fuck is going to take his place? (laughs) Like, have you thought about that? Who are you going to put in this place if you want to remove this guy? Because you know the next person in line is probably going to (laughs) be worse than this person. So do you think about things like that? I think people just talk to hear themselves talk and want to... Oh, let me be seen and let me get this many followers and maybe I can get this. I think it's a personal agenda with a lot of people. It's definitely a personal agenda and it's definitely people don't have anything better to do. See, if you live in life Mm -hmm. and you have a meaningful life and you have things to do and you're genuinely concerned about people, minuscule things like that aren't even going to bother you because you're focusing on a big picture of, I need to have this impact. I need to focus on this. You're not sitting out here worried about what somebody said in a, a, a Greenville County article that was published. <laughs> right. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the woman who published it was a black woman. Like, and you got so offended by this. But hold on. There's more. <laughs> uh, recently, Lynn Ballard, who's a white man, uh, was downtown helping work at... It's a, a program that uh, I think it's like a community outreach program. And they said he's been known to frequent helping out, working with this particular. They go in, they, they work in the community. They do garden work. So this particular day, he's doing garden work. All right. So it was one of the hottest days 
that we've had. I think it was either at the end of February or in March. So he had on a flannel shirt. He took his flannel shirt off, and his T-shirt had a Confederate flag logo on it. Yeah, it had a Confederate flag logo. Now, also, there's a picture, and I'll probably post this on my Instagram when I uh, put this episode up. There's a picture of him standing in between two black men who looked extremely happy to be taking a picture because they said he helps out all the time. Not offended or anything by the shirt. Here's what activist Bruce Wilson chimed in with. Child, do something wrong. You get on that child immediately. Don't do it again. Apologize. Have some empathy for the black community. That's all we can ever want is some empathy for individuals to understand that that image is offensive to us. Why does government have to be forced to do the right thing? That's what this is about. We have to get away from this whole notion that if I'm in government and I make a mistake, nah, I'm not going to apologize. I'm going to double down, wait it out. So I'm going to wait till next week to apologize. So then the apology is not sincere. It's up to him if he wants to resign or not. I would hope that I don't have to protest about this issue. That would be easy. See, I'm going to stop you right there, Bruce. <clears throat> Because I'm hoping you didn't have to protest about this issue because you would look like a complete idiot doing that. Because, again, this man has, he's been working in a garden all day. And where the fuck is the activist helping working in that garden yeah, to help what? with that community? Even better point. That's what goes to, who the fuck is Bruce? <laughs> you asked that question <laughs> on previous episode on your pod. Like, like, really, where were you? Like, this man's out trying to help our community. And where were you? So, again, it's that reactive spirit, not that proactive, that I'm, I'm really trying to understand. And I don't, I don't know Bruce as a person, so I can't attack the person. And never would I do that. I'm going to attack the issue. Um, and that's the issue I have. One thing I will say, uh, Tracy Fant, I haven't seen Tracy Fant where she's been co-signing a lot of this bullshit lately. Mm. I haven't. Um, I've seen her really, like, I've seen her working on the Alexis Well thing, and I even seen her back out on that because people wouldn't appreciate what she was trying to do for that. But Bruce? Bruce has just been from one thing to another, and you want this man to resign because he had a Confederate flag on his T-shirt? You think we can do something... To get Bruce resigned, <laughs> man. Listen, man. Yeah, we, we got to get a real activist. But Tracy, um, her ginger is not well either, and I've seen it from numerous of people whose family has actually been involved with big things, mm-hmm. and she only come out and speak on it when it's justification, or she can speak on it to get her face out. Mm-hmm. So I, I've seen that firsthand with a family. Mm-hmm. Well, so. I can't. I've 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 questioned her in the beginning. Um, like I say, I recently she I haven't seen out. her because she is nothing to come out on. But if they find Alexis, she's gonna come out and do her speech. Mm. Oh, we did this because mm. she want to be in front of the camera. When, right. At, but what are you doing to help? Mm-hmm. And you're not showing what you're doing to help. So to me, that's some bullshit too. Yeah, I, I can I can agree from that standpoint definitely. But um, and again, uh. I got this same question two years ago. Well, what are you doing? And uh, some people had came and told uh, at the time when me and Rain was doing the pod together, they was like, hey, man, we think y'all boys need to be activists. And I was like, hell no. But through growth and the more I'm looking at this shit, I'm going to show y'all how this activist shit should go. Like, it ain't one-sided. Activism is that we're trying for the betterment of humanity, not just Oh, this black person or that black person. And I got to look because you can go outside of your house right now and find something offensive. If you look hard enough, you always can find something offensive. But why are you looking to be offended? Because you're not focused on the real issues. There are real issues. Are you talking about the issues of the overcrowding that's happening in Simpsonville? Are you talking about the rezoning that they're doing that? They're just putting people basically on top of each other. Are you talking about the things that are happening in the district to where they're going to lose funding? 
You're not talking about those because those aren't popular issues. And I'm not even from here, and I'm, I'm versed on these things. But I ain't heard you say nothing about these. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to show you how this activism stuff needs to happen because what y'all are doing, that's, it's bullying. I'm going to just call it what it is. It's political bullying. Is what you're trying to do. You're calling for people to resign where they can't take care of their families for very small things that I can tell you. And what I have noticed, your protests, whether you're honest about it or not, your crowds are getting smaller and smaller. Mm. Your crowd should be growing every time. Even if you're not at an issue, let's say that you're speaking. If you say, I'm going to speak here today, you should have a crowd there. Because they want to hear your input on the issues, not the bullshit that you can look and say, oh, I'm offended or this this doesn't make sense. No, man, knock it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and if, if you really want to get into activism, do that. But I tell you why I think your activism is struggling. Because once again, I said it, it's also in the Bible. You be having rafters in your eye and you be trying to take the straw out of other people's. And I said I wasn't going to do this, but somebody sent me this shit. And I'm going to do it. Because when you hop out there and you don't hold yourself accountable for what you do, you think you're better than, you think you're, you're, you're one up. If you don't look at yourself, you got to humble yourself too. There has to be a level of humility. Like we all make mistakes. Like I got a pass. You know what I'm saying? But I own it. i tell you what my past was. Anybody who would sit up and tell you that he done had STDs, what the fuck you go think you can say to me? <laughs> like, nigga, I don't got no problem. Like, because, hey, I own it. That's just what it is. But, hey, so here we go. Um, And, again, this was sent to me, and I, I was shocked. I was like, huh? Let me look at that again. Like, no, not, not our activists. Not not Bruce Wilson, no. Like this this can't happen. And let me see here, cause it, it looked like it might be having a little problem loading. But that's alright. Um because technology, you know, we got it. And uh we'll get this thing queued right up because I'm sure the video is right here. And like I said, it is, and it's coming up as we speak, and here we go. Bruce Wilson stood before a group of reporters outside the LEC today denying all charges against him. In my opinion, there are trumped up allegations that I want to address. Allegations that include first degree domestic violence, kidnapping and three counts of child abandonment. According to the arrest warrant, Wilson shoved his wife onto a couch and took her cell phone so she couldn't call 911. He then dragged his wife into the bedroom by her wrists. Those allegations are false. Deputies say Wilson's wife was able to get away and drive to the LEC. He followed her in a separate car with his three kids inside. Deputies say the kids did not have seatbelts on. That happened. I'm not denying that. And I think there are many people who have driven with kids. You have three kids who were asleep. Three kids who were asleep. Okay? So I'm not... I, that... I, 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 no, no. Anytime you start stuttering, that's not good, Bruce. Big deal. I can go for that. Wilson, who identifies himself as a community activist, founded the group FIT, or Fighting Injustice Together. He believes the charges against him are part of a smear campaign by the sheriff's office. But I believe they took it and ran with it and blew it out of proportion. Wilson also told reporters that his wife had been having an affair, and when he went with deputies to retrieve his stuff, a shirtless man was at the house. That man, named Joseph Bledsoe, was in court today. Deputies say Bledsoe is charged with three counts of assault and battery for backing into Wilson's car. I wanted to disable their vehicle because I, if they continue to pursue me, he was going to kill me. Bledsoe was released on $30,000 bond. It's ironic that the very next day. To add to the chaos, another man was arrested today. Upstate Black Lives Matter President Derek Quarles, who spoke at Wilson's news conference defending his character. I've known Bruce a long time, and I know Bruce better than uh, what's been portrayed uh, from law enforcement. He was arrested immediately after on an outstanding bench warrant. According to the sheriff's office, Corals was previously charged with obtaining goods under false pretenses and failed. <clears throat> Listen, man. Again, I don't know these two individuals. 
I don't know Bruce and I don't know uh Derek. <laughs> but I will say this. I didn't see uh past this video anybody marching for you to lose your job. Even if you had went had your day in court. Nobody was calling for your job to be taken away. Nobody was demanding you stop being an activist. That same uh, forgiveness that you were looking for, that same mistake, I don't know how it turned out, um, but the same mistake that happened, you admitted on the video that you was driving without your kids uh, in a seatbelt, so that's a mistake. That same mistake you made, why you don't feel other people are entitled to mistakes? You know what I mean? And I didn't see you proactively coming out to apologize. But you want these people to come out and proactively apologize for wearing a shirt with a Confederate flag on it. Then, like I say, you got to be careful what you're doing and what you're saying. Because, again, Derek, he could be a great person. I don't know him. But you call him up there to speak on your behalf, and guess what? Now he get locked up while he up there because he got a warrant. But y'all want to be activists and speak for us. I can't, I can't get behind that. And as a people, we have to understand, you got to do your research. These are the people you want to get behind? Why? Because you saying that they coming out here when uh, somebody has offended black people? No, you need to get behind people who go take uh, our community, not just our race, but all races, humanity, forward. That's what we need to get behind. It's so much bullshit going on in the world, and if you keep looking at the bigger agenda, it's all starting to be uh, masked behind racism. Politics, anything you say now, oh, that's racism. Trump, oh, he's a racist. You know, uh, I told a story last week. Uh, about so a guy at the gym he always have on a, a Trump hat. Nobody would ever. I seen people not speaking to this dude. He have on a Trump hat. Have on a Trump shirt. He had that shit on that say "Let's go, Brandon." We walking out. I see his truck. I'm like, "Hey man, that's a nice ass truck you got." He was like, "Oh man, I appreciate that." As I'm walking out, he's like, "Hey, hey, you mind if I tell you something?" He was like, man, I, I appreciate, you know, you engaging me because a lot of people see what I'm wearing. They don't engage me, especially a lot of people uh, of the black race. And he showed me his phone. He was like, but I'm the furthest thing from racist. He's got a black wife and mixed kids. And I told him, I don't judge people by what they're wearing. I judge your character about what you talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like now, if there's somebody coming up with a, a KKK Thing on, of course, I know what you're standing for. That's blatant. But just because you wear a certain clothing, a Confederate flag, shit. Coming up as a kid, I love Dukes of Hazard. They had the Confederate flag painted on top of their car, the General Lee. I love that show. I would still watch it if it came on TV. That don't make them a racist. That don't make me a racist. Like, I love that shit. So, I say that to put a bow on this thing. Listen, man. We all got issues. We all got things that we could work on. We all got a past. Um, but when you out here speaking on behalf of what you say black people and you speaking on behalf of the community, make sure you're being an activist and not an activist. Because everything I have seen from you, you're acting. You're an activist. You're not an activist. Um, and again, you know, this is not to assassinate your character. You're more than willing to come down and share my platform with me if this gets back to you. Um, I've reposted one of your videos, hoping that you responded. And this ain't nothing trying to smoke you out to respond. But this is me telling our people we got to do better. And it got, it's got to start with us. Like, we look worse when we go and we protest and march about these small issues. You know what those people who, who we're calling racist, what they think about them? But they simple-minded. You know what I'm saying? They're so simple-minded. They think they got a victory because they closed down a restaurant, which I rode by there the other day. It was packed. So how'd that work out? Just because you won the battle don't mean you won the war. Yeah. yeah I rode by, it was packed. And you said, we're going to shut this restaurant down. Mm-hmm. And I will, again, I'll give Tracy props because when this happened, they called her the same thing. 
Uh, she's cooning because she said, I want to get under the issues. And they got mad because she had a conversation with the owner of Tanner's. She was trying to accept his apology and just get under the issues. Bruce, no. This has to close. Come on, man. It's better than that. Again, that same forgiveness that you wanted when you went and you was facing them charges in 2017, you and Derek, get at everybody else. They deserve the benefit of the doubt, too. That's my spirit. Bring a fan in here because the mics are smoking. But, yeah, man. So, uh, anyway, we go kind of switch gears. It's kind of the same thing. Sensitivity in America. What's your thoughts on sensitivity in America? That's some bullshit. Everybody need to grow up. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody should be able to just go on. Little, small, minute things shouldn't hurt your feelings. And if it do, get the fuck over it. Get over it. Don't take it personal. Don't sit here and say, oh, well, I'm offended. Fuck it. It's my opinion. (laughs) You don't have to accept it. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, it's crazy to me. So, uh... What made me think about this, I'm going to give you a local example, then I'm going to talk about some national shit that's happened. So, there was a, a police officer, I want to say it was Oconee County, um, and I shared this to my page as well. He took a picture, white police officer, and the way he had his hand on his on his gun belt, his middle finger was extended. So they made him issue an apology because they didn't want it to seem offensive because they didn't want people to think he was giving a finger. But if he was, so what? (laughs) That's my thing. Like, why is that offensive to you? Right. If you feel like, oh, that was directed towards me. uh, No, he's taking a picture. He just done something great. And y'all going to discredit what he did because my finger is resting on my belt. Extended, yeah, yeah. Like um, I know if I ever make it, I'm gonna get canceled. Right, <laughs> super canceled. Well, when you make it, it's go yeah. happen. So just be prepared to get canceled, cause hey, man, we not go sense ourselves. Mm-mm. Like you know, if you can't handle it, you just can't handle it. But that's two national uh, examples. Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka has made. Millions of dollar playing tennis. Naomi Osaka is the younger, right? Yeah, she's great at tennis. She's very, very good at tennis. Um, but this past weekend, Naomi Osaka got her ass handed to her on the tennis court. And in the midst of getting the ass whooping, somebody yelled out, You suck. There's audio, that's all they said. You suck. She goes to the judge. Ask the judge, could she get the mic and stop the, the match? They're like, no, no. They, they wanted the person removed. No. So afterwards, after she, after the ass whooping was completed, um, <laughs> she, instead of letting the person who whooped her ass enjoy their moment, she took the mic and started crying about how this reminded her of the all the rude things that were said to the Williams sisters and she's never had to deal with anything like that before. And she's you know, fucking spoiled. That's why. Absolutely. And it goes to that man. Like we're putting these people who so on pedestals that it's like, you're great. You're great. You're great. That one moment that you fail, you don't know how to handle it. Cause all people ever told you was how great you was. You know, and I've had this discussion with my lady, like, even with my daughter, like, I would always tell her, and this was something that I remember from my dad. My dad used to say, there's nobody who's going to think you as great as I do. And what he was saying by that is, I'm not going to build you up all the time, all the time. You're this great person. You're that, you're that, you're that. Because there's a lot of people out there who don't think that. They just, they're not going to look at. This stuff that you're doing as, oh, that's so cute. No. no. Like, you need to address his behavior. So, Osaka just showed that she's used to hearing, oh, you're great. You're great. You're great. And if you look at the story, I don't know if y'all have seen the, the movie of the Williams sisters. Um, They got chastised a lot. Mm-hmm. They had structure. They had discipline. It wasn't always, you're great. You're great. They... 
just made them. They really broke them down to build them up. And it made them stronger in those moments when people heckling them because of how their hair was or they've never seen anything like this in the tennis world. They were built for it. She just showed she wasn't built for it. Where someone can't say, you suck. And you could easily let that go off your back because you made millions of dollars. Mm. You've won a lot of majors. You've been number one in the world. Like, so I may suck in this moment, but this one moment don't define my career. Right. It's how she should have looked at it. But no. that. And then, I've always been a fan of his, but um, Russell Westbrook, no. Like, <laughs> uh, I've been a fan of Russell Westbrook, even when people be like, yeah, Russell Westbrook sucks. I always like this game from a standpoint of how hard he played. Now, I didn't like the fact that he couldn't get it done with KD and KD had to leave, but um, he sucks right now. He's shooting air balls and people calling him out on it. They start calling him West Brick. And so what he did, he said, oh, I can't deal with that anymore because uh, my kid at school, he's so proud of his name and now that's just tarnishing my legacy. By being called Westbrook? <laughs> That's tarnishing your legacy by someone calling you Westbrook. Like, I remember, and it was before my time, we used to talk about this before we came on camera. My dad and them used to talk about how they used to call Magic Johnson, Tragic Johnson. Magic is one of the greatest Lakers that ever played. One of the top 75 NBA players that ever played. Tragic Johnson went to Magic Johnson. Jason Kidd. I remember him. Now, that was during my era. They used to call him Asin Kid because they said he didn't have a J. Did that stop him? Was he go, doing a public thing about, oh, y'all got to stop playing with my name, and if I hear people calling me Westbrook, then I'm going to dress it in. If we need to, to, to get into whatever, we'll get into it. Bro, like, play better. <laughs> That's the simple solution. Play better. A quick. Or quit. That's it. Quit or play better. Like, But society as a whole has become so sensitive. It's just unbelievable to me. Like the stuff you can't say. And if you say it, it's, oh, you're bullying. Or, oh, you're, you're racist. Or, oh, that's homophobic. Or, oh, you hate this person. What? Yeah. Like, no, like, I remember, but people couldn't have grew up in my house. <laughs> Mine either. The roast sessions that me and my siblings and my cousins had, like, boy, y'all, y'all only lasted a second. Mm-mm. Like, doing some of them roast sessions, y'all really wouldn't want to do something to yourself. Like, nah, man, like, everybody got to stop with the sensitivity Get back to not looking for ways to be offended. Because, again, if you're looking for it, guess what? You can easily find it. It's right. out there. You can find ways to be offended. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, let's get into some relationship shit. Oh, relationship. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's get into that. So, first thing I want to ask you is this. Uh, and this was one of your topics. Oh, which one? When can jealousy... Negatively impact a relationship. So, so kind of, kind of run point on that. Tell people what your thought process is on that. I wanted to know what was your thought process on it. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, <laughs> my thought process is, uh, let's see how I want to put this. When can I think jealousy can negatively impact a relationship to where you're so jealous to a point. Where the relationship is not even enjoyable anymore. When it starts to get into where it's no longer just jealousy, now it's control. That's mm. that's time to, to look for the exit. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I'm not gonna be in no situation like that. Like um, when it gets to that point, it, it's a wrap because there's nothing wrong with being jealous. You mm. know. Um, if you feel a certain way about your, your your woman or if you feel a certain way about your man, ain't nothing wrong with that. You don't want nobody playing with them or, or doing certain things. But I've seen people jealous to to a point where uh, 
They don't even want nobody looking at their woman. That's me. I just don't express it. No, I mean, I, <laughs> I got homeboys who listen. You look their way, hey, they might want to do something. You know what I'm saying? Or if any of that, you know, but I don't look at it like that, man, because it's a couple things you got to think of. Um, mm. And I, I, I joke with my lady all the time because white men are extreme fan of hers. Uh. Um, and... <laughs> You know, they, they say a little slick <laughs> shit, but it's like when you know what you got and if you know that person, you're not going to go thinking they on some bullshit. You know what and I'm saying? You know, I talk to you about that a lot. It's not about you being on some bullshit because you fucking awesome, right? So mm. they get around you and they're like, gosh, I want some of that awesomeness. And mm. then a woman wants to be in your presence and then a woman makes a move because women are very manipulative. And I said it. Yes, we are. Mm. And she oh no, hey no. And she comes around you and I've always been taught a man is going to be a man. Not saying it's acceptable for a man to cheat. No, it's not. Mm. But a woman can persuade you to do things that you wouldn't even think about doing when it comes to other relationships. So when a woman is around you, she might get the rubbing on you, getting the, and what if you having some drinks or something and she end up doing something crazy? That's why I talk. I'm like, no, no. Well, it again, if you, and it has nothing to do because I know where I stand at. You know where you stand, but shit happens. I get it, but here's the point I want to make about that, right? So you mentioned several things that are contributing factors. Drinks. Yeah. Hand rubbing. Hand rubbing. So it goes into if I'm allowing that, I'm putting myself in a situation. So I'm not saying That's why you like, avoid the whole situation. Don't be around it. That's it. You know? Don't you even gotta, let nobody look your way. Well, not nah, come on. <laughs> Don't let them be in your bubble. Um, Six feet. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you say that, but I'm territorial. Uh, yeah, I am too. I, I I told you, like, you know, I ain't I ain't gonna play about you, but at the same time, like, I'm not gonna be this dude who like, what way your eyes looking? Like, no. But I'm that girl, like, Ugh. bitch, what you looking at? That's, That's why I asked. <laughs> is it is it a point where it could be bad where you could get too jealous or too like controlling? Because you no, know, I ain't gonna <clears throat> like I I'm a people person, mm -hmm. but I know women and I know women, especially women that you be like, oh, I don't pay her no attention. She's attracted to you. So She's a fucking men. slut. I know men too. <laughs> I know men too. And y'all be thinking, and, and here's something I'm going to put y'all on game, uh, women, and men probably going to kill me for this. These men that y'all be thinking, like, oh, that's my bro, and that nigga just hanging out till he can smash. Yeah, till he can. That's out. all that is. That nigga is cool <laughs> with being in the friend zone, and you telling him all your problems about what's going on. Oh, I'm going to hit my home bub. I'm going to get a home bub perspective. Yeah, home girl, come tell me all this. I said so. Because as soon as you vulnerable, hey, come on over here. And he going to know what button to push because you done gave him the formula. You have a whole bunch of homegirls. So <laughs> what, let's talk about it because is you waiting to slide or is they waiting to slide? I need to know because hey, <laughs> I, I want to know. Your homegirls, you have a lot, not a, like a small, you have mm -hmm. a lot of homegirls. So with that being said, put me up on some game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm giving you the game. That's it. That's what niggas is around. So doing. now you got to cut them off. No, I'm not doing it. I've done that. I'm not gonna sit here and say I haven't. I've done it. But so I it's it's it's. I don't think I've been, and this ain't no 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 cocky shit. I don't think I've ever been put in the friend zone. I put myself in the friend zone. But you have friend girls. Yeah, but I put myself in the friend zone. So I call them sis before they call me bro. And are you still waiting to slide when that Fuck opportunity no. happens? No. They were sissed up before I was brought up. That's just how it was. You know what I mean? So, so no, but as a woman, though, mm -mm. you talking about women are manipulative. Man, same shit. They just, because 
women open up more. You're more emotional. So you go tell this man everything that's going wrong with your man and you go frame it like, and he's going to eat it up because he's going to be like, yeah, I'll give you a man's perspective. He'll be like, oh, that's my homeboy. Me and him being cool, he'll give me. And he's making mental notes. Oh, she don't like this. This what this nigga doing. This nigga don't do enough for this. He don't compliment her hair. And then you'll see slowly he'll start. You might hit him up. Yeah, I want a man to say, oh, yeah, hair look nice today. <laughs> oh, then y'all get off the, the phone. Game, yeah, you? then it might be next time you talk. Oh, you got your nails done? Like, now he noticing. Then you start thinking, like, damn, my nigga don't even be paying attention like that. Then next thing, you want to go get a drink? <laughs> now you in the damn hot seat. Mm. That's that how this shit well, goes. Why, why is it double standards with you and not, like. What you mean? <laughs> yo, it's not my friends. I might put my. No. no it ain't no. a double standard. It's, no, baby. It's, no, it's what you said. You said women are manipulative. And I'm just letting you know because you have homeboys as well. I do have homeboys. Absolutely. So, what? what I have one homeboy. Now, is it homeboys or homeboy? Because now you just admitted you have homeboys. Now you say you got a homeboy. One homeboy that I talk to on a continuous basis. Yeah. Mm. I'm cool Mm. with people, but I have one homeboy. So, so let me ask you this then. Mm -hmm. This This is great banter. Have any of your homeboys ever tried you? No. Never. They have tried to holler at me in the beginning, <laughs> and after that, no, it hasn't been like, no. Absolutely. they like, okay, if I can't get her as my girlfriend, I'm going to play the friend until she's Why can't ready. they to... just love my awesomeness to no. be a friend? Nigga, you said, like, you, you said at the beginning, a mm-hmm. man going to be a man. Like, yeah. he's looking, if he already tried to holler at you, you think his feelings just went away? Yeah. Fuck no. They went away to a better time. He like down <laughs> the, the serpent in the garden of Eden. He went away to a better time. Then he came back and got on their ass. Mm. That's it. They just like, okay, she ain't with it right now. She don't want to be my girl. I disagree I, with you. Why you think they stayed around? Because I'm fucking awesome. They wait, You are awesome, but they waiting on their opportunity. Mm-mm. Absolutely. I'm one of the guys, though. You know that, right? Okay. It's yeah. not like I'm not dressed up. I'm I'm no makeup, mm-hmm. basketball shorts, mm-hmm. hair all over my head. Yeah, some but, of them don't even find what? me attractive. They've seen you <laughs> when you don't have the basketball shorts on and the hair all over your head. So just, I'm just telling you, don't don't slip because mm-hmm. you the same way you say women are. Hey, men are saying, and then I like how you you know moved away from the subject of you having female friends. No, I, I I admit I told, and you know, I love female company. I mm. like feminine energy around. I never been that dude that hung around a lot of niggas. And when I did, I would have a lot of women intertwined in me and my niggas hanging out. Cause mm-hmm. I would look around. I might be there, and I'd be like, "Well, it's a lot of us around here." And I start calling people to come through. Like, man, come through. Like, and that was before I even knew about all this energy and balancing energy and shit. I I just knew. I wanted more women around than just being around dudes all day. So a lot of that happened, and you know what I'm saying? That's just what it was. Like, I love being around women, and it ain't that. I'm and none of them women's trying to throw the pussy at you. It's happened, and I've caught some. But I don't, that's not what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like the to build women up. And putting them on game. You man. hear this? He, the exact Real same shit. thing you just said that men do that's in the friend zone. That's what you do. No. Your nails look I'm good. I'm genuinely I'm building build them you up. up. Your hair looks good. I'm genuinely building them up. To slide in that up. hot pocket. No, hell no. Absolutely. Because I could have slid in the hot pocket without building them up. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think you like the challenge. No. You, mm. you have a very complex mind, so it might be something to it Mm-mm. that it's like, okay, I get it. A no. kick out of this. No, not at all. Did I try and friends on you? Man, you friends on me. You didn't even show no, me. No, When you first came no. to the studio, you didn't even no. say nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because it was, and this real shit, I told you this. I had a lot of bullshit going on at the time. Did you just want to be added to the bullshit I had <laughs> going on? Or you wanted a nigga who really So you put down? me in a friend zone. 
into a later time. So you you, <laughs> you shelved me. That's what you did. No, but it was just a later time. You shelved me. No, but you I can't shelf. But you think can't of, shelf think me. Think about it. You was worthy of me not introducing you to my bullshit. That's how you need to look at it. Like, cause I could have just came. I like in how you switched it up. I could have came in and intertwined you with all the bullshit, but I didn't do that. I'm like, I, I gotta get some shit together, and then same you know, here. We'll see this, no, yeah, same no. here. Hell no. I, I was on we all kind of bullshit. <laughs> I'm saying like hell no, <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. But uh, so in a nutshell, jealousy ain't nothing wrong with it, but it has its place, man. Don't let that shit get too out of control, cause people go go look at. Your lady, people go look at your dude. And especially if y'all got something that they want. You know what I mean? Which brings us to the next topic. Mm. Polyamorous relationships. Yes. You want to. I want a girlfriend for me, not for you. A wife for me. And then we can share my wife. You out of your (laughs) fucking mind. (laughs) You completely out of your mind. Like I got to know that this wife loves me and then she's going to love you. No? Hell no. How you feel about it? Well, listen. Apparently, this thing has become big. <laughs> it has. Um, I've never, uh, in all of my times, been approached and said, I want to date you and your woman. Like, that was a first for me. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we I, talked I, about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has... I don't think that's that's something that you got to make sure you are strong and ready Ready, for. Absolutely. Um, I think we have a strong bond, but we enjoying each other Mm -hmm. right now. So that ain't something that we looking to to, kind of. But I haven't exited out, though. I haven't exited out. But right now I'm at the stage where I don't I'm too jealous. So. Yeah. I can't see myself doing it, and then I get the plan, making up these scenarios that ain't even happened yet, you but it happened. It. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. And I, I, from my standpoint, like I told you, if we ever did something like that, it's got to be somebody who, hey, they can elevate us. Like they, they on getting a check. They down. They on the same shit we on. Like hustling, generational wealth. How we gonna make? Shit happen. It can't be nobody who just come in and not their liability. Because mm-hmm. now you got to spend a lot of time with just nah. So um, <laughs> no liability. Yeah, no liabilities. I've seen people saying it's great um, mm-hmm. that it works out for them, and people are like, "But my thing is this. This is the question I have. What? So in a polyamorous relationship, right?" Uh, is that forever, or is that something you swap out and like? Uh, we want mm-hmm. a new person, or we don't want to do this no more. And we want to just go back to the standard relationship. Like, how does something like that work? Well, it depends on how you bring it into you, because you can't have it. This is going to be a girlfriend. You make a girlfriend a wife. If me and you were married, and you said we want to get a girlfriend, you're gonna see if that shoe fit, and if it doesn't. You get another one. Now, if you, that's, seriously, now, if you say, God Test driving. Right. If you say, like, I think this is the one, then we stuck forever. Of course, you're not supposed to go put a baby in it where it's going to be ties <laughs> and things like that. But you 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 get it. If, if like you said, if she's on the same thing that we're on and we intertwine that way, right. then, yeah. But you don't say, I'm going to keep my girlfriend forever, do you? Uh, Trial and error. Well, oh, you saying if we add it, yeah, you're like you or you're even him. like your women you have dated, you don't. I want to keep you forever. Yes, baby, I do yeah. too. But so, I'm talking about previously, like relationships you've been in previously. You yeah. know, it was like, it was it was like we gonna try this. Oh, it ain't gonna work. Then yeah, you start over. Yeah, you definitely gotta have the right person. Mm-hmm. And I think I have like a bunch of personalities for you anyway, so we we got some time to think about. Yeah, yeah. Bringing bring in time. something else. Yeah, we don't we don't need that poly right now. But I was just like, boy, this thing that became popular, boy. Like, but how hey. do you feel about it though? Do you think you can? Are you able to deal with two women at the same time? I have to know the sign 
of the additional woman we had. What do you mean? Like the Zodiac? Yeah. We couldn't add no Gemini to our situation. No, I don't do I don't do well we with that. We couldn't do that. I could uh, do I could do a cancer or Pisces. Yeah. Uh Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Leo's no. Leo's <laughs> y'all are crazy. It's it's yeah. No, oh but, yeah. I mean I feel about it like uh if Capricorns are loyal, but they 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 off, are. they off a little bit though. They. But what I like about our situation, we can talk about anything. So mm-hmm. if I felt like, hey man, I need to, I need to let, let's turn this thing up a little bit. Like, what you think about this? I know we can sit down and talk about it. Yeah. You know, um, it's not but, a guarantee it's gonna go your way, but we can talk about it. We can yeah, have a discussion about it. But see, it ain't open just table. about sex to me. I it's know. About you know, what are you motivating us? Can you, will you add something that's gonna help us level up even higher? Yeah. And if that's the case, hey, everything's a conversation. And you know, I sit in. Th- I'm not gonna say that on camera. <laughs> 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 I'll say that off camera. Yeah, you probably already <laughs> said it before, but yo, you mm-hmm. know. So if you want to be in a polyamorous relationship, I say go for really it. Really take it through, yeah. Like we ain't gonna judge you. I can mm-hmm. tell you that now. Um, not at all. Real quick, just, I just thought about this. Okay. Before we get out of here, uh, would you go? Would you go to a swinger party? Okay, listen. So I got I got the story time because I used to work with this woman and her husband. They were swingers, yeah. And she used to have these big parties, and I'm like, "Can I please go?" <laughs> and she was like, "No, baby, you just a baby." I said, "I just want to watch and see what y'all do <laughs> because this would be fascinating for me to like process to actually see it." And she was like, "No, your little innocence will be torn away from you." No, but I wouldn't participate in a swingers party because the simple fact is y'all sleep with multiple people, and I'm big on preserving my <laughs> energy and my soul. But like, um, she had her, she had a boyfriend, her husband had a girlfriend, and it was just like it works for them. Uh-huh. And like she, they would have sex like big orgies, and she would come back and tell me all this, and I was so intrigued. I'm like. Can I please go? I just want to be like a fly on the wall. Maybe I could serve refreshments. I just want to go. <laughs> She's like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah, I don't think I could do it, man. Because um, I see this dude one time on the internet. He was talking about, like, he was trying to be over to it. The anniversary came. He was like, man, as soon as we touched down, my woman left. I didn't see her for she just disappeared, getting the wood laid to it. Like, I hell no. Like, what the hell? Out there sucking, stroking, yeah, nah, loving. Man, we ain't going for that. But uh, <laughs> one last thing that was funny before we get out of here. So, sure that told me about them. Uh, it was a thing where this chick picked her homegirl up in her boyfriend's car. <laughs> When her homegirl got in the car, her phone connected to her boyfriend's Bluetooth. Yeah. No. <laughs> what would you do in a situation? You you take my whip and you go pick up one of your friends and she get in, in my shit and her phone connect to the Bluetooth. And she ain't never been in the car with me to do that? Never. I'm, I'm, it's going to be violent. I'm going to turn the, I'm going to result to violence <laughs> and I'm going to drive further enough where you're going to have to call an Uber because I'm not taking you back home and you're going to get out. Would there ever be an explanation? Because her explanation was this. I broke down one day and he picked me up. Now, my mind is, why the fuck would you need to connect to the Bluetooth if you broke down and somebody picking you up? And my first thought is, why the fuck is you calling my nigga to come and pick you up? You didn't call me? Yeah. No, that's not going to fly with me. You're not going to mix me with none of that bullshit at all. Like, no, but, you know, if it's my homegirl and she done been in the car with me because we connected, that's different. But hell no. Yeah, she ain't never been in the car with you. Yeah, like, I might even push out while I'm driving. Would you allow her to even give an explanation? Because maybe she got a real good explanation. I, I want an explanation, but am I going to believe anything that's coming out your mouth? Probably not, but I want to hear this bullshit. <sighs> Mm-hmm. That's tragic, right? Yeah, there. it it will result to violence. I Damn. can see my face just like blood falling and everything. Who? Yeah, man. So listen here. Uh, we about to get out of here. Uh, we gave y'all some great content today. Um, oh, 
Also, make sure y'all go stream our new project, man. Us Never Them, out now on all major platforms. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. We've been getting great feedback on it. People fucking with it. Uh, We appreciate everybody who fucking with it. Uh, You know it don't cost nothing to hit like, share. Uh, So make sure you do that. We appreciate all the support. We got a lot more content, a lot more things on the way. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to submit content, submit topics, you want to be a guest on the show, Email standonitpod at gmail.com. That's standonitpod at gmail.com. Episodes drop every Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you stay tuned in for that. Um, if you follow us, uh, make sure you go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor, wherever you get your podcast at. Subscribe, like, rate, review. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you go do that for me. Um, been getting a lot of views lately. My uh, episode I came back on, I could tell y'all miss me. Um, I'm at 100 views right now. That might not be a lot to y'all, but I took almost two months off of podcasting yes. and released that last Thursday. And I'm up there right now. So I appreciate everybody who fucking with it. Um, also, keep this in mind. Energy is real, but people don't possess real energy. So mm-hmm. make sure you watch who around you at all times. And until then...